Walking the Dog is an amateur podcast devised, recorded, edited and produced by me, creation speaker Paul Taylor. I work for the Ministry of Creation Today in Pensacola, Florida, website creationtoday.org and I'm the co-presenter of the Creation Today show, though this podcast is produced privately from my personal website just6days.com. As an amateur effort, it doesn't have the same level of production as our ministry products. The podcast is called Walking the Dog because I record it while walking my dog Fraser, who is a Shetland sheepdog. This explains the background noises of birds, frogs and trains that you will hear, as well as barking. All opinions and views expressed in this podcast are my own. Walking the Dog, Episode 3 let me tell you an anecdote about when I was a teacher. It's about um, when I was a very young teacher and the first class that I taught through to the point at the curriculum in where in those days they had the theory of evolution introduced to them. Uh, I was a very much a modern type of science teacher back in the 1980s. Um, science teaching had been very much dominated by teaching people facts or so-called facts, basically lots of information and there was very much a move in the late 70s and early 1980s which I came into which I think was very important to try and make sure that children thought scientifically and even perhaps we went overboard a little bit on this and went to the point where uh, the actual content of the curriculum was very much underplayed, perhaps too much so, I'm not advocating going to that extreme, but the process of science was considered to be very, very important and probably in some ways more important than the content. And I still think this, the process is largely more important than the content because science is about process. It's not so much about the knowledge itself, although the etymology of the word science is to do with knowledge, but of course <laughs> science, the concept of science has changed over time and it's really not so much about the, um, the actual content, but the process of getting the content. Now I was very much an advocate of teaching in this way. I got the students to think through issues, to criticise things scientifically. and. Therefore, this particular class had had three years of this. This is the third year of doing this, and it was in the third year of uh, high school that they uh, came across the theory of evolution. And because they've had this three years of criticizing things scientifically, analyzing things scientifically, when I introduced them to the concept that uh, uh, there were many scientists who believed that um, creatures had evolved, and, adapted in particular ways, um, well the class fell about laughing, <laughs> they actually fell about laughing. Do people really believe this uh, was the uh, attitude of the, of the majority of them and uh, you know, we were able to look at this because it was perfectly fair for them to be able to criticize things scientifically. This was of course not indoctrination, this was perfectly uh, correct and proper within a process-led science curriculum. And of course it's that process leading which many evolutionists today are trying to move away from. They're trying to say that we need to teach them uh, evolution as fact 
make sure they don't question this, make sure that anything that is critical of evolution is suppressed. And this is contrary to good science teaching. The irony is, of course, that they criticize creationists as being contrary to science teaching, saying, well, you know, they don't want people to learn the consensus view that uh, evolution is the correct way of looking at things. And uh, that uh, opinion about, sci about creationists who are science teachers is simply not correct. Well, there may be one or two who do take that view. And of course, I know uh, from emails that I get that there are some um, perhaps less, less well-informed parents who think, oh, there's a problem if my child is going to be taught evolution. It's not the actual content that ever worries me, it's the way it's introduced. Uh, of course, uh, I, I know that the creationist viewpoint of, of origins, the biblical viewpoint of origins, is the correct one. And uh, I'd be quite happy in a church to, to teach that and to make sure that people know that that is correct. In a school setting where they're learning science, science is about process and uh, therefore I am quite happy for students to, uh, to question things and to examine things because I am so confident about what is true that I know that when they're able to examine things, when they're able to critically look through things uh, with uh, sensible evidence placed before them, that they will, uh, they will reach uh, a correct conclusion, or not as, as the case may be, but this is to, to do with how they're uh, eyes have been opened, uh, how their, um, uh, their thought process are going, how liberated they are really from uh, the consensus view. Remember this idea of uh, evolution being a consensus is itself profoundly anti-scientific because science has never proceeded by consensus. Scientific uh, um, leaps forward, innovations have always been made by those who are prepared to go against the consensus, to oppose the consensus. That's always been the way it is. So, it was really no surprise in the sense that, uh, that this first class that I took through took this view, and I've seen that time and time again uh, since then, uh, during the years that I was teaching, that uh, a class that had had science process taught to them, the understanding of the processes of science, uh, would not be susceptible to being indoctrinated by the theory of evolution. And in that sort of free scientific um, consideration, there's no problem with children being told about evolution, uh, and there's no problem with them being uh, um, encouraged to look at the various different ways of understanding things. You see, obviously in a science lesson, the children do need to know what their view of the majority of scientists is, even if the view of the majority of scientists is wrong. <laughs> they need to know what the view of the majority of scientists is, because that's what's out there. You can't pretend that the theory of evolution doesn't exist. So those um, creationist parents who are worried about their children ever hearing about the theory of evolution, you're on the wrong track there. If you know that uh, uh, the biblical account is correct, then you should have no worries and no qualms about your children uh, uh, learning about that in a proper environment where they're able to investigate these things and discuss these things because uh, 
they will, if they've got this biblical worldview, come to a biblical conclusion. Now I wanted to share the anecdote about um, teaching a class about evolution with you because I want you to understand my passion really for education and the fact that I, I see that what the atheist evolutionists are trying to do with education these days is profoundly anti-scientific. Um, if there is any area of controversy in the science curriculum, it's not the job of the teacher to, uh, in, in a, certainly in a public school or in a state school as they'd be called in, uh, in Britain, it's not the job of the teacher to um, indoctrinate the children with their particular viewpoint. Uh, you know, this, this comes across, say, if I was teaching um, a class about nuclear power, then clearly, you know, they would learn about the uh, the scientific issues to do with uh, to do with nuclear power. They would learn about the um, uh, how the process works and so on, and how energy is gained from nuclear power. And then, presumably, they would need then to start to discuss. Um, whether they thought nuclear power was right or not. Now, you know, I have a viewpoint on that. I think it's uh, pretty important uh, to make sure that we increase our use of uh, nuclear power. I'm not um, a believer in climate change, but nevertheless, it makes sense to have a diversified energy portfolio uh, rather than depending entirely on fossil fuels, uh, because you don't want really any one particular source to uh, to dominate, and it makes sense to have a balanced energy portfolio. So, nuclear power should be a major part of that. It is, after all, the only uh, source of energy that could actually make serious inroads into the dominance of um, uh, fossil fuels. So that's, you know, that's my viewpoint. Now, the idea of, uh, of a teacher putting across that uh, that's the way that they should believe would be wrong. So you'd encourage the children to look up arguments on, uh, on both sides, which would be informed by the science that they had learned, and uh, then to discuss this and to be able to make their own conclusions. And I would be um, very happy from an educational point of view for a child in the class to have examined things scientifically to understand the process and to have thought through the issues and to be able to argue successfully that um, um, nuclear power is, is wrong and that they, they don't want to see a nuclear power station increase in nuclear power stations. Of course, if that's their view simply out of prejudice, that wouldn't be acceptable. But actually, someone who took the same view as me out of simple prejudice without being able to back it up with rational argument, that would also be a failure educationally. So, when in a science class it comes to um, talking about origins, the origins of life and so on, this concept that the children should be told uh, that everything evolved, when we know that this is not factually based, that it is an opinion, whether or not it's the opinion of the majority of scientists uh, is irrelevant to it being an opinion. It's an opinion. It's an opinion that is wrong. Um, but it is it's an opinion, and uh, therefore, ev surely even those people who believe in the theory of ev evolution, if they're good educationalists, 
should be encouraging their children to think through things educationally. Now, I did come across such a teacher. I um, was speaking in uh, the town of Shrewsbury in, uh, uh, in England, and uh, I'd given my talk, and I was talking to um, a young man after the um, after the talk, and he was a teacher, and uh, he clearly didn't like the things that I'd said, in the sense of he disagreed with the things that I'd said, and uh, was quite happy to discuss these things vigorously, but he was also um, very um, fair-minded in the way that he discussed things. He told me he was an atheist, he didn't believe the things that I was saying. But at the close of our conversation, he said, you know, as a teacher, as a biology teacher, I think it's very important that my children know that there are scientists who have different views on things like this. I encourage them to think these things through. He said, they know, I've told I tell them that uh, this is what I believe on this. Uh, they know that it's possible that they're able to. Uh, disagree with me and to be able to discuss things. And, now clearly I didn't want him to remain an atheist and I told him that, you know, and I shared the gospel with him as much as I was able. But um, I did, you know, congratulate him so, you know, on his educational uh, stand on this because I really felt that educationally the children in his class were going to be clearly trained in a very scientific way. Uh, they had a teacher who disagreed with my point of view, but a teacher who was sensible enough educationally to see that children needed to learn the process of science thought and how conclusions were made, and that this was as important, if not more important, than the actual content that was written down, especially if the content itself is dubious. Now that's the attitude that we need to push, and um, if there are sometimes creationist parents who get that wrong, I need them to, to understand this point, that it is about the scientific process. It's about children learning what science is. You see, even if children are taught the correct view, but they're simply taught it as a list of facts, they're not thinking scientifically, they're simply memorizing content. Memorizing content, even correct content, is not science. Science is about process. It's about about um, being able to look at uh, situations, develop hypotheses, work out how to test hypotheses, work out how to experiment on those hypotheses uh, to, to either um, verify them or, or uh, refute them, uh, to draw conclusions from experimental results and observations. That is what science is about. That's what good science teaching is about. That's what good science education is about. And it's that that we want to see. So even filling children with correct facts is not science education. They need to have the tools with which to think through things scientifically. And when you give them those tools, then there is nothing to fear for any Christian or creationist. Nothing to fear, even if they come across views which are unscientific or unbiblical, because they've got the tools with which to examine those. So that's really... Um, in a sense, my manifesto on education, and it's, uh, it's, it's something that I believe in very strongly. That was Walking the Dog, an amateur podcast on biblical issues. It can be found at the personal website of Paul Taylor, just6days.com. For details of products by Paul and other good products, visit creationtoday.org or creationstore.org.
Oh, 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 oh,